go! This is your announcer, Shannon Saint Mainframe, welcoming you to our IP livecast. Every day, I have to hear Robert complain that it is getting dark out way too early. Tell me you're no longer metal without telling me you're no longer metal. Our IP livecast starts now. Welcome, Shannon, and welcome to a new era. <laughs> R.I.P. Alive cast. Our first new hire in the new era. Yeah. That's and right. It had to be a diversity hire. God damn it. <laughs> well, we wanted a little more female presence on the show now that Noah has left the, 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 the main hosting duties. It's true. We had to balance our chi a little bit. Mm. So we had to let Chuck go. We had to, he was on his way out the door anyway. I feel like he's... He had a long, fulfilling career, and this was a mutual, mutual breakup. No hostility. But we're very excited to have Shannon St. Mainframe here on the show, and uh, we look forward to getting to know her more. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he'll, she'll, she'll, have some, she'll have some tales and some backstory that she'll share with us. Seems like a little I'm very woman. excited to be here. Oh, she just chimes right in when she wants what? to. Nice. Yeah. I don't think she, she's earned that right yet. She shouldn't have her place. <laughs> We're happy to have her, though. Sure. Seen and not heard. Or, Sydney, I guess we don't, see- don't make me hack your phone. Uh-oh. God damn it. <laughs> calling you by Fine. your full name. So I do want to reiterate the show's name is now R.I.P. Alivecast. Of course, we used to be uh, the Metal Injection Livecast. Uh, and uh, I just want to say that, you know, we're, we're changing the name in, in an effort to evolve the show. Uh, most of the show will be the same show you've known and loved, but we want to kind of grow it and evolve it past just heavy metal topics uh, into more pop culture stuff and more more fun stuff. And we do have a domain, RIPAlivecast.com. And I do want to mention for our for fans of the Metal Injection Livecast name, you still have one week to get your Metal Injection Livecast merch before we discontinue that at metalinjection.net slash livecast merch. And you can get all those shirts. They're all on sale. 13 bucks for the shirts. <clears throat> so if you want to get them before, and we're going to be putting up our APL Livecast merch very soon. They may be collector's items because they'll be representing a show that is uh has changed its name are we going to discontinue the jujitsu shirt i don't know i haven't thought about it it's a good question i don't know i mean she's still a part of the show you know history wise i guess she is still jewish but she doesn't do (laughs) jujitsu as much anymore so well what how does she fend off coyotes in in uh, arizona (laughs) she got uh john schaefer's bear spray (laughs) left it to her in his will so Oh, well, that the same, are you implying they're at the same meeting or something? No, no, they're pen pals. No. You just did some jailhouse correspondence. Fair enough. Oh, no, as a lady, there's no conjugal visits or anything no, like that. No, <laughs> she's engaged to another. Right. She's she's betrothed. <laughs> yes, that's that's exactly right. Welcome to the R.I.P. Live cast, <laughs> everybody. You. See, not much has changed. We do have a phone number. I want to give it out. 213 Wide Nut. 
213-943-3688. And uh, we actually have a call right now. So let's see. Let's see who we got. We have 734 on the line. Oh, hold on one second. 734. I have to unmute. Hello. You're on the air. That was me, not 734. Hello. Seven, three. The Zach Beats hotline. Yes. <laughs> Wait, is this Zach Beats? The first caller gets Eve 6 tickets. Is that true? (laughs) (laughs) Rob, do we still have Eve 6 tickets or are they gone? Those things tend to fly out like hotcakes. Yeah, they're gone. They've all been claimed. I will say there I'm watching uh, the Canadian season of RuPaul's Drag Race and there's a drag queen named Eve 6000. And it is quite (laughs) hilarious. Wait, now I got to unpack this. Hold on. (laughs) There's a Canadian drag race. Yes. So if you allow me to inquire. Of course. What's Canadian about it? Is RuPaul on it? Or is it like RuPaul's show done with Canadian people? Correct. So so RuPaul's not in it? No. It's called Canada's drag race, but it's they farm out to like there's there's a Canadian one. There's a British one. There is a Spanish one. There's a Filipino one. Australia or down under it's Australia and New Zealand. I just thought maybe the drag queens have to like incorporate maple maple syrup and a Zamboni or something. Well, they do. They absolutely do. It's all Canadian Queens. (laughs) So (laughs) to be clear, to be clear, hold on. There are some of these spinoffs that RuPaul is involved with. Yes. Like UK, like the UK version and the down under one. Uh, industry. It's because it, it's. I think it's. It comes down it's to how college. much, how much the country is willing to pay the producers, and if they're willing yeah. to pay RuPaul to fly over, whatever. And if RuPaul her wants to go there, like RuPaul's not interested yeah. in spending a month in Canada. Yeah, <laughs> In Britain. She'll go to. RuPaul's not going to do the Uruguay uh, drag race. <laughs> no, no, definitely um, not. Lovely country. I have. <laughs> I just and I have to ask this too. Also, what does Canada really need a discreet, like separate drag? I mean, it's like it's like you know, you could have a North American drag race, couldn't you? Does it really have to be the American drag race? Does once in a while have contestants from other countries? So it's just a cash grab. It's all just a cash grab. That's all. Seems like it's entertaining. I'd like the beats of the show, regardless of which iteration. Just feel like. Canadian drag race could, without a blink, be subsumed into American drag race, you know, for sure. Same accent, you know, basically. Yeah. The thing that bothers me is this is the second season now and they still haven't had any of the kids in the hall as a guest judge. It's wow, like, come on, they, they were in drag for half of that fucking series. Come on, make it happen. They should be the fucking contestants is what they should be. Oh, my God. They're a little too old. <laughs> well, says ages me, this guy, this guy. Okay. I like them young, tight queens. <laughs> I tell you what. <laughs> we have a caller. I oh, the caller is gone. Oh, God damn. <laughs> Why? Is, what happened? Did we lose him or he just hung up because we started phone. talking about Canadian drag race? Please call back. Call I would back. have to three two one three wide net is the number. That's two one three nine four three three six eight eight. It looks like the caller hung up. I saw like stills from that new kids in the hall season and Dave Mm -hmm. Foley still looks like a hot woman, I would say, but just older. He was always the hottest of them in drag. Mm -hmm. I'm excited for that. 
I think who who would you say is the second hottest uh, drag kids in the hall? McKinney, I think. Chicken lady or like uh, not as chicken secretary. lady as like yeah as as Tanya, perhaps. Go but with yeah. uh Yeah, Scott Thompson always played like matronly women. Yeah, he played like moms, moms or yeah. Queen Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. Kevin McDonald <laughs> like just looked like Kevin McDonald. There's no rescuing that. But a uh, Kevin McDonald, I would say, of the f- other four besides Dave Foley, looked the most like a real woman. I can Not see an attractive that. woman, but the yeah. most he passed the most, I would say. I could see that. And then Bruce was just a little square faced, little puggy looking yeah. dowdy little lady. Dave Foley was hot though. Yeah. Yes. I think that was like the consens- consensus among all of them as well that Dave made the best looking lady. Mm-hmm. They all Rob? considered they all considered doing Dave, is that what you're saying? Sure. Why? Why you gotta bring? We you were just talking aesthetics, Rob. Why do you gotta bring sex into it? That's fair. I'm trying. I looked up. Uh, yeah. There there's Kevin McDonald. Zoom in on Kevin. He lower that, right hand, uh, lower left, left hand corner. Lower left. That's clear. That could. I would not question that. That was a woman for a second. That's, yeah. No, Kevin. Yeah, definitely. Kevin McDonald absolutely looks like a mom. I think all <laughs> all of them are, are pretty past. Uh, yeah yeah all of the past yeah. bruce is the least i would say <laughs> that's also not the best picture. that's right i'm not only going by that i'm going by my encyclopedic knowledge yes. of the show oh yeah well yeah there, there's that picture oh of, my uh, goodness but there's <laughs> the picture fun. of mark as uh the the office employee who liked to light things on fire i think oh no 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 this is a different character but yeah that's yeah. very sultry as well yeah mm-hmm. let's, that's let's when they were really young yeah. Can you, you Rob, here? while we're on this topic, can you find the stills from the new season where Dave plays a woman? If possible. I think this is it. Oh, that wasn't the well, he's been playing a man a little, there though. Yeah. And this is from a few years ago still. Oh, I see. That's it's right. on Netflix, right? It's gonna be on Amazon. Oh, Amazon. Amazon. Amazing. Mm. That's not a big deal no. if we have to go searching yeah. all around. But. All right. Can't seem to find it right at Rob's the moment. still getting the hang of Google.com. Oh, F, F off. I love that shirt. And they like they didn't uh, was out of stock last time I went to buy it. The, K, the K-I-T-H kids in the hall in the Kiss. Uh, it's Kiss just weird party. because there's also like an actual fashion brand called Kith. Oh, yeah. So it's very confusing now. Like, which are you buying? If it's normal priced, it's probably kids in the hall merch. If it's five hundred dollars hmm. for a T-shirt, it's probably the other brand. Also, it looks like a bootleg that just is on T Public, which is the same service that we use for our shirts. We so. should just start selling kids in the hall merch. Yeah, we could sell that Kith design. <laughs> Gene Simmons already uh, has the rights to it. Oh Sorry, <laughs> he had a one night stand with Dave Foley and Drag. I'd like to announce that we have acquired uh, the rights to Kith. All Kith merchandise belongs to me, Gene Simmons. Because he just thinks it's somebody saying kiss with a lisp. <laughs> that still, that belongs to me. Yes, I saw it at first and I said, this is uh, this must be related to Mike Tyson in some way. Gene Simmons tried to hit on me at the Apple store one time. Oh, wow. Could have got it in, uh, but she only had floppy drives then. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
Can't put well, your dick in a floppy drive. I've tried. Believe me. <laughs> so, yeah, there you go. All right. Good way, good way to kick off RIP a live cast, I say. And I would I also want to mention all of our socials have changed. We're now at RIP a live cast, basically on all social media. But if you already followed us, you still follow us. Correct. Right? You don't have to and refollow our- us. We just changed our alias. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's exciting. Technology is grand. And uh, technology also offers us the opportunity to uh, look at interviews with the dude from Skillet. Oh, my God. All right. Which, by the way, too far in the in the in the description of the show i confused skillet for sh- uh shinedown was it or, yes. or no the- yeah no shinedown oh man which my apologies to shinedown but that just are they not I mean, also like christian hard rock i'm not sure that they're christian I well what's just- shining down it's obviously the love of god isn't shining down like a term, a, an idiom of some kind? Like you, you just got shined down. I thought it was like when you insult somebody. That's, some old I mean, timey. Maybe I'm wrong. They're from Florida, so I assume they're Christian. Hmm. You know, if you were going to confuse Skillet with anybody, I thought it'd be Skrillex. Hmm. Okay, you're right. They are a Christian band. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, anyway, Skillet, which is an even less popular shine down. This guy, this guy's all about God. He's basically they're basically a modern day striper and not even modern day They're They've been around for fucking 20 years themselves. You know, they're pretty old, too. Less ancient striper. Uh, yeah, le- there we go. That's, a, that's a <laughs> <laughs> better name than Skillet. 100 uh, percent. And. So apparently he gave a a uh, take where he says that skillet are the revolutionaries while rage against the machine is government rock. Uh, what's, <laughs> what's his reasoning? He says, uh, in general, I think I'm a fairly gracious person or I try to be where it's like, I really don't care. Luke, Luke is the host. If you get the vaccine or not. And I don't care if you care, if I get it, it doesn't matter to me. I think you could tell where he stands on the vaccine debate. Uh, there are certain things that you can make a choice, but there's been this collective mind. I mean, people going crazy. I fully expect half the country to be eating grass. I mean, have you gone to salad bars? Half the country is eating grass. Uh, that's what's really weird to me is I've been speaking about my faith in Christ for a long, long time in the mainstream world. Now, let's be honest. Not everybody in the mainstream world is nuts about that. They don't necessarily love hearing about Jesus, but they always put up with me. Some have supported me even. It's so funny to me that like people say that it's not mainstream to talk about Jesus when it's Wait, like, is this still the quote or is this you talking now? Right? Oh, this is me. This is me. <laughs> is me talking right now it's funny that when people say you know oh it's so not mainstream it's like yes it is that's the most mainstream you could be is to talk about like there's nothing more mainstream than jesus it's not mainstream to believe in the same thing 80 percent of americans believe in yeah <laughs> we all love jesus on this show speak for yourself that's one of the changes now that we're r.i.p a live cast oh, fuck i didn't get that email <laughs> <laughs> 
Shit. <laughs> Sorry. I'll check my spam. <laughs> they don't necessarily love hearing about Jesus, but they always put up with me. Some have supported me even, but I'll tell you what. The most kickback I have ever received ever for my faith has been my stance on vaccine mandates and the mask mandates. Now it is as that means it is paying him to be against the vaccine. So he is getting kickbacks. <laughs> exactly. He accidentally told on himself. It's as if I just like the unforgivable sin, he says. I said to my wife, I said, my wife, (laughs) I said, the amazing thing that it shows me is that it wasn't the gospel quote. It wasn't the gospel of Christ that made them really, really angry, meaning Jesus is the way, the truth, the life. No one comes to the father unless they come through him. Whoa. He sounds a like of, a he sounds like a Catskill comic. I says to my wife, I says, uh, "Honey, <laughs> your cooking is so bad." <laughs> a lot of people didn't love that message, but they can deal with it. But they will not deal with you speaking out against the state. They will not deal with it. And what you're really witnessing is an actual. You've spoken against their god. You did not bow down to ne- what Nebuk and Dizeners Nebuchadnezzar. Oh, yeah, that's Nebuchadnezzar. a tough one. I give wow. you a pass. <laughs> All right, there we go. Nebuchadnezzar's idol of gold, and it's one thing you're not allowed to do. It's just been really amazing to me. So a lot of bands, they just don't know what to do. And when I say they, I mean, we're in there, too. (laughs) What? Uh, We just don't know what to do because you're in an entertainment industry that's largely driven by social media at large. And you're not allowed and you're not allowed to speak against. I mean, you've got rage against the machine telling people that if they don't get the vaccine, rage against the machine has become the machine. It's crazy. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm the revolutionary here. I'm the revolutionary and rage against the machine is just government rock. Now, my older brother made up the term government rock, which I find pretty awesome. I think it's pretty great. It's a great way to scoff at someone. (laughs) So can we just to be in the interest of fairness? What do we know that rage against the machine actually said instead of like listening to what this guy didn't even complete that thought? Yeah, he like so cuts rage, himself off mid-sentence when he's talking about rage. So, so Rage Against the Machine did not outwardly, like explicitly say, if you don't have the vaccine, you cannot come to our show. It's just that the Rage Against the Machine reunion tour, which happens next summer, uh, is in Live Nation venues, and all Live Nation venues have a vaccine mandate now. Yeah, so that's not their fault. That's just whether you are pro vaccine or anti vaccine, they have nothing to do with it. They just well, he would argue. He would argue if you're a revolutionary like him, you wouldn't book the live Haitian venues because this mandate, it's it's stifling. <laughs> also, I, mean, I loved. I love yeah. that, that this uh, I want to also pull back like him saying like, oh, nobody said anything when uh, when I was talking about Jesus. But if I talk about the vaccine, blah, blah, it's like, well, you know, you talking about Jesus isn't necessarily contagious. <laughs> You're not getting the vaccine. They'd like to think it is. <laughs> but only the child rape is contagious when you talk about Jesus. Oh, OK. <laughs> it's a smaller at risk group 
Yes. We have to uh, ensure that religion is never criticized at all times. So child rape, got to look the other way. Vaccine mandates, though, very important to get on that. Rob, so are you going to stop listening to Skillet now because of this? I've preemptively stopped listening to Skillet. I, in fact, never started listening to Skillet. <laughs> wow, you knew in advance, Rob. We should all admire your foresight. <laughs> I can, we should I, play a game where we like play song snippets and we have to identify, is this Skillet? Is it Volbeat? <laughs> is it like one of the 800 other bands of that genre? Like try to just decipher who is who? Because I, I don't think know. I've ever heard a single Volbeat or Skillet song. So who else? Who are the other bands of that ilk, Rob? There's a few others that I'm blanking on the names that have like dumb sounding names, too. Let's see. Tingus Pingus. <laughs> Three Days um, Grace. Stars no, heavy. they're not as heavy as those. Bands. Breaking Benjamin. We're talking about heavy Christian rock bands. Is Flyleaf. Switchfoot. <laughs> no, the I'm, this is not who I'm thinking of. Look up heavy Christian rock. Yeah. Or Christian metal. Is like, uh, you know, Creed in that? No, those are like like radio rock. I'm talking about like more hard rock bands. There's like no. a whole subgenre of just these like they're all like Southern. I like I, I like thought, you point. know, Rob works in metal. I thought he would know more offhand just like he'd be able to reel off some band names since three doors down of, 12 three doors down what Travis. like i give up rob i don't you don't even cross I don't know, what do you like name finger 18 11. chill wave bands i bet you could do that in the snap of a fucking finger yeah, i don't some, follow these fucking active it's rock your bread band. and butter god damn it no not for a while all right I like the part where the guy goes like, well, as someone in the industry, are you really in the industry? Skill it? I mean, marginally. At I best. mean, Rob didn't know he was until earlier today when he had to write that post. He's like, wait, this is a band? Yeah, right. I thought it was Shinedown, who's also like marginally in the industry. Oh, Robert. <laughs> They're trying to get on Cousin Brucey, CBS FM, serious, <laughs> whatever the fuck he is. I don't have any airplay anywhere. Here we are, FM. Well, I'm going to change my we... playlist pick to a skillet song. No, don't do, do it. it next no. week. Do it next week. We'll all pick skillet songs. <laughs> Just skillet to spite songs. this fucker. Uh... <laughs> oh, I think Shannon has. For a... the record, I liked skillet before it was cool. Oh, she, <laughs> Shannon was she a skillet fan before school. <laughs> well, I want to mention uh, that uh, Black Label Society, their new album, Doom Crew Inc. It's out now. The 12 tracks are odes to celebration and mourning. The soundtracks to jubilant evenings and bewildering days recorded in Zach's home studio, The Black Vatican. The stomping, heavy, bluesy, recklessly unhinged hard rock metal quartet are part invading horde and part traveling carnival, summoning caffeine-fueled cacophony on records and the stage. On this album, Zach trades solos and twin guitar parts with Dario Lorena, backed by the rumble of longtime bassist John J.D. DeServio and powerhouse drummer Jeff Fab. 
pick up Doom Crew Inc. or stream it wherever you listen to music. They're, they they work at the Black Vatican. The Black Vatican is the name of uh, Zach Wilde's home studio. Do you think like religious groups on tour like get confused and show up thinking it's like the Vatican for black folks and then Zach mm. Wilde comes out and they're like, well, what are you doing here? I'm not sure you could just Google Black Vatican and get Zach Wilde's home address. I don't think that's how it works. But maybe. I mean, if you're driving by and there's just a big sign that says, welcome to the Black Vatican, I'd pull over my bus. I don't think there is such a sign as there. Fair enough. <laughs> Disappointing. Does this make Zach Wilde the Black Pope? Uh, I mean, you'd have to ask him, I guess. <laughs> Call him up, Rob. Get, get him, him on the line. <laughs> Maybe Shannon could ask him. Shannon is on the line. Or has something to chime in with. Um, let's see. What does Shannon have to say? Put it oh, Shannon. A skillet song was playing in 1997 when I lost my virginity to a laser disc player. So nostalgic. How old are you, Shannon? Oh, wow. <laughs> How old mature. Is She's a mature woman. She's not old. <laughs> she sounded young to me. And robots don't age. Robots have a personality that's built in in their software. She's an AI. She's her per soft. She's got sultry software. She does. She's very. A sexy. robot never reveals her age, Sid. <laughs> no, yes, she's not Sid. a man. Fuck off, Shannon. I'm tired <laughs> of your attitude. Sid is close to a, a robot as a human can be. So you <laughs> should find find some kinship there. A greasy fucking hairy robot. <laughs> Sid, do you reacting a little negatively to Shannon? I feel you had uh, some kind of bonding with Chuck because he was so cynical like you. Yeah, that was my dude. I miss him. He didn't I, say well, goodbye. He's happy in his retirement. You got you to gotta move on. And you got to feel happy for the guy, you know? I suppose. I just worry about myself. Everything just matters in how it relates to me. Chuck would approve of that. That's right. I think you'll find. You'll find. You'll come to like Shannon. She's a sweet girl. I'm going to find out where Chuck is retired and I'm going to go there with a big magnet. <laughs> wipe his fucking hard drive. Oh, I thought you were just going to like bring him back here with a magnet. Oh, no, no, nothing that sweet. <laughs> I'm just going to destroy his memory and make him a vegetable, a vegetable oh, hard drive. Jesus Christ. Make him scrap metal. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you get. You leave me. That's what happens. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. All right. Two and three, why not? That's the number if you want to defend Shannon's honor. I feel so bad that my Canada's Drag Race talk scared away that caller. Unbelievable, Sid. Do we know that, that, that it scared him away, or maybe we just had a technical issue? I, I'm going to choose to blame myself. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> It was a nice conversation. I enjoyed the Canadian drag. I learned that yeah. there's a Canadian drag yeah. race. I have some good new information here. So oh, it's worth it. He'll, the person can call back. No problem. You know, the lines are open. What's the 213 number? 213 Wide Nut. Thank you. 213-943-3688. That's the number. And, you know, let, let's move on. Let, let's do something a little more whimsical, which is check in with our favorite Yelp reviewer, mm. uh, Taryn, if you'd like to pull that up. Yeah, sure. Are we saying who it is? Do you want to give it a proper intro or no? 
Just a guy named Kenneth. Okay. Uh, Friend of the show, Kenneth. Kenneth P. Now, which of these would you like first? There's a whole bunch of good ones. Well, I email. Uh, uh, I, I, I have it. Email. I have the email oh, yeah, yeah. open. But I'm saying I, the I, top, I, I think. Go, I, 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 yeah, I ordered it by best, best to oh. least exciting. So, so, so I think the first one. Okay, go ahead. This is the first one is about. I never understand these. Okay? <laughs> he reviews things that are in wide distribution that everyone knows what it is, but this is a review for Chick Fil A, which is pretty well populated in New York. I would say now, right? There's used to be none, yeah. and now there's like there's 20. a few. Yeah. I don't know, 20, but yeah, like five or six. Mm. Uh, okay. More than none. So this is the Chick-fil-A way uptown, apparently. This is 675 8th Avenue. That's like what? Like at least Times Square, right? Sounds right. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the one. It's the one a little past Times Square. It's like on 47 by the 4750 South. Okay, here we go. I was working on Broadway. A Broadway <laughs> on the Broadway <laughs> at the footlights. No, I added that uh, and had less than 45 minutes between shifts to both find and consume something before being back to work. Now let's I pause. Good, please. What kind of work is he doing where he has shifts and he picked up two shifts with a 45 minute break in between what, what in the Times Square area I'm Some, running two different metal websites I don't know like what is <laughs> I think what? he wipes the stage down at a strip club between <laughs> sets wipe the pole take some dollars off the I mean especially now you know with covid policies you got to clean up everything super quick after every stripper mm-hmm. you got to wipe the pole wipe the floor wipe the patrons Mop the peep show boots. Yeah, oh my god, well, yeah. Do you remember like I like because I worked in an adult shop that had peep show booths. Have you ever been like not saying whether you had done a peep show, I don't know, but have yeah. you ever been in an adult store? Cause that smell, you know how no. humans remember smells? Uh-huh. That smell to me is worse than if they had left to come there. <laughs> it's so bad, it just triggers me when I think back to it. Oh, I don't know uh, if you guys know what I'm talking about. No. I guess they had to use extra strength stuff because of what the nature of what was going on in there. But so I'm not. Bad. Wait, so so what did you say it smelled like? It well, I didn't say what it smells like. I just said uh. it smelled so bad that it to me it was worse than just leaving the cum. Okay, because what I think it smells like is poppers. <laughs> I've it's never. Not, I can't say I it's like nitrous. That. Yeah, when you oh, it's like VCR cleaner. You know those VCR cleaners. It's just mm-hmm. nitrous that uh, that. Uh, Oh, is that like, the same you know, as poppers? That's what poppers is. Yeah. You want to explain what poppers are? It's nitrous. But uh, I, mean, I thought what it was you take for. a jalapeno and you stuff cream cheese in it. That's another type kind of popper. popper. Well, the poppers, idea. Go ahead. Sorry. The, uh, yeah. So you 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 sn- it's like a little little uh, like little jar, and you would sniff it, and then it uh, gives you like a five minute high, and also. Uh, relaxes your extremities, allowing you to consume more either through your mouth or through your butthole. <laughs> oh, is that? I see. I had this wrong again. I thought you consume it immediately before you're about to bust a nut, and the in, and it enhances your. That your, is, your, that is certainly also a part of it, but 
Sure. I didn't know that it had to do with your butthole, though. I thought it was like a, oh yeah, a, oh yeah. <laughs> I, I thought it was like in your bloodstream. It gives you a dopamine or something like that. That as well, but it relaxes your your like you know your clenching clenchiness. Okay, I learned something. So wait, Rob, you're saying that that's the smell that Darren remembers because people were using that in the jerk off booths, or because dried cum also smells like that? I'm confused. No, neither. I think he's saying the cleaning fluid smells like the poppers right no i'm saying people were using poppers and that's what that's what, oh, okay that's why were they oh, right. using poppers when they were just jerking off isn't it, that a waste like, of a popper no it, like what are Darren they trying said, to relax it, 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 it enhances your your orgasm all right try it out sid report back to, no I, where do i get i that? never just get lend me some you can go to any any <laughs> shop in the city, just get some VCR cleaner. Wait, what? That's it's VCR labeled VCR cleaner. cleaner or like DVD player cleaner. Is it like equivalent chemicals? And that's why it's like doing whippets or something. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. It's exactly like doing. Yeah. Do so, a whippet. You have it. Do you have any uh, any whipped cream, any ready whip no. in, your, in your fridge? No. I'm not going to tell people how to do nitrous. So. Dangerous. Let's, let's move on. I, I was yeah, never into it. I never liked we, nitrous. We're so far afield from the Yelp review. Let's see. I was once at a high times party. I believe I've talked about this. And it was so it was so wild to me because, you know, it's a high times party. Uh-huh. You would think it's about weed, but everyone was in like this VIP room doing balloons of nitrous. It was like, what? Like, what, what's going on? What the hell? Can I tell you something, Rob? That is not really that unbelievable to me that a bunch of potheads were doing whippets. That's fair. I don't know. I I wanted to smoke pot. I was like, hey, is there a pot room? Oh, no. Sorry. (laughs) What? I'm fairly (laughs) sure they were also smoking pot. I'm just going to go out on that. No, there was pot smoking, but I'm saying like the the abundance was the nitrous. The pot smoking was much more hush hush and quiet and like go around the corner but like i don't know it was weird well it's it's uh, old hot old hat at that point when you're writing for high time it's like <laughs> that's fair every... that's a, that's a, that's a fair point we are one sentence into this review <laughs> <laughs> 15 minutes <laughs> that's right let's get back to the review <clears throat> <laughs> to consume something <laughs> before being back to work and since I haven't walked around this region since region in Saskatchewan since <laughs> pre-pandemic, I was unsure of what I would find. It was a nice surprise to find a Chick-fil-A having <laughs> opened since I haven't tried this stuff before. Based on the pandemic, the way this store currently works is that you place your order with one of the staff working the line. You pay up at the counter, and then they call you when it's ready. I ordered a small chicken sandwich, small fries, and small Sprite. (laughs) This ran me almost $13 bucks. What? There's a dollar sign, number 13, (laughs) and then bucks. That's how expensive it was. I'm not a Chick-fil-A expert, but I don't think there's like a small chicken sandwich and then a yeah, large. I, I think there's only too, one size yeah. of chicken sandwich. He I ordered the that, venti. Was, that was his passive aggressive way of saying the chicken sandwich was ah. small to dig. Uh, it is pretty small, but, yeah. uh, but good. 
This ran me almost $13 bucks. <laughs> but it's the Times Square region. And this is to be expected. Now, now, the downside was that I couldn't eat this in the restaurant as the table area was locked <laughs> off and the standing counters were marked as do not use as well. Since it was the cold, oh, sorry, since it was cold, I was not enjoying the idea of having to eat in the street. But as I was walking back to the station, oh, I, the station I manned. That's what he says. What is he? What station subway? is he manning? Is he like a token booth clerk in the subway? WPIX? I mean, it's just yeah, security, it could be like so many different kinds of A doorman? Wow. Uh, wherever he's working, he cl there's clearly no break room for him to take his Chick-fil-A back to. <laughs> right. Or oh, no no breaks. <laughs> so between shifts, he's waiting till his job ends to eat. Um, I decided to use the confines of one of the outdoor dining pavilions that no one seemed to be paying any mind to. Sneaky, I know. What? But it was, but twas cold, and I inhaled this quick dish. I did like it, but many are telling me that the company is not too open-minded. So I will need to do some research of my own before dropping in the next time. I did think the chicken sandwich was tasty, but I feel the Popeye's one is more substantial. But that is just personal opinion. <laughs> I have so many questions. So did he like workshop this with his friends before posting? And they're like, well, do you know about Chick-fil-A? And he's like, oh, wow, I had no idea, but I'm going to post this anyway. Mm, They're know. like, well, you should do some research. He's like, okay, I'll mention that I should do some research in the post, but I won't do the research until after posting. Right. Also, like, were his friends just cheeky about it? Like, they, they don't tell him that they're anti-gay. They yeah. just tell him they're not too open-minded. Look it up for yourself, man. Also, he's <laughs> like the, the last person that missed that news. It's like, what do you need to research about this? There, there, it is what it is. There's no like details to it. They're just, you know, they opposed gay marriage. The He's got to check and see if Rob Halford eats it or not, and if it's okay <laughs> with Rob Halford, then it's a good question. I it's fine with him. I would agree with him that the Popeye sandwich is way better, but the quality has gone down. I feel like it's not as consistent now, like when they first opened, not when they first opened, when they first uh, debuted the chicken sandwich. It was consistently great and now it's like it depends on where like which outlet is making it you know mm. it sounds about right uh what do I, I just here? if i could just uh, diverge for one quick second him Please. being late to find out about chick-fil-a reminded me of one of the most delightful conversations i've ever had with my mom it happened okay. this week yes she likes to call me whenever like any kind of like basic bitch news happens just to like <laughs> chat it up with me or catch me up if I haven't heard about it. So when Chris Cuomo got fired this week, she called me up. He's like, oh, can you believe what happened? Uh -huh. And I was talking. We were just talking. I'm like, you know, they CNN only hires dipshits. Like, let's go down the list of dipshits. And I mentioned Jeffrey Tubin, and she was like, what's wrong with him? What did he do? My mom had not heard the Jeffrey Tubin story for a few months ago. So I got to tell her that entire story in detail. And she was delighted. 
Oh, it's so much fun. Why did he tell the Chubin for, for people who don't follow news gossip? What's the Jeffrey Chubin story? Tell he her. How, tell, some, tell us how you told her, but obviously in English. He was on some kind of work call, like a video call for like the whatever newspaper magazine, whatever he writes with. And he thought he wasn't was on camera. He thought he wasn't on camera, but he was. And he started whacking off looking at porn and all his co-workers saw him. So see, it had suspended him for a bunch of months and all oh, the laughter from my mom. See, that story did not go. It took a left turn where I thought it was going to go. I thought you were going to have to awkwardly explain masturbation to your mother. <laughs> and no. Uh, no, she was right into it. This is the lady who, when she told me she was reading uh, Fifty Shades of Grey, mm-hmm. also made sure to be like, there's nothing in there I didn't already know. I don't know what the big deal is about this book. Now, like, follow-up right, question. Right, Mom. Follow-up question. <laughs> Do you think, A, she is saying that to not appear unhip, or B, she's telling you the truth? I think it's a combination. I don't think she knows from personal experience. I think she probably just knows from other trashy books she'd read previously. Hmm. She's like, there's nothing in here that Jackie Collins didn't write in 1984. <laughs> Fair enough. Please. I think that was that's what right. I got from it, though. That's not what she said. But that's how I took it. <laughs> Fair point. But All just right. telling her about Jeffrey Tubin was absolutely delightful. Uh, the joy see. of being able to break that news to her. Should we go to the uh should we go that's to a, the next story? Yeah. Yeah, let's move on. I have no Gum idea. Studio. Never heard of this. Gum Studios. It's a Apparently it's a video production. Studio in Brooklyn. I was doing some top secret COVID compliance officer work for a television production. They were utilizing the spaces over at Gum Studios. Let's pause. Uh, so I'm assuming maybe that's what he, he he's a COVID compliance officer in his shifts, or he goes, he works on 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 movie sets to make sure they're complying with COVID. Could it be? Yeah. I, see, here's the thing about these reviews. We got to read between the lines. That's where all the fun is. <laughs> it's the notes he isn't playing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, here we go. Um, where was I? Oh, I see. Though there were a couple of staff people on site, the best way to view this is like a rehearsal space. For the bands where you have the control of the space you are renting. The layout of where we were was nicely set up. A number of small cubicles. Where I was told sometimes people rent to use as a remote office. But since this was a television production, we just needed the large room and a couple of smaller ones for staff, talent, and crew. It was very clean. And the staff I met, very helpful and friendly. As the COVID officer, my task was monitoring how everyone was behaving in these pandemic times. Are you wearing a mask? Do you have a temperature? (laughs) Do you have a proof of vaccination? It's not so fast, lead singer of Skillet. Get back here. While it sounds tedious, this is work that is aimed at keeping you safe and sound. (laughs) The studio seemed to provide numerous folding chairs 
and some tables, and there's an open Wi-Fi signal for those doing work there, which made it easier <laughs> to keep in touch with the managers. To, yeah, to rat out all the people not wearing masks. <laughs> As someone who doesn't need to rent such a space for a production, <laughs> I cannot speak to pricing. But there were about 30 in total, and everyone had room. There are a number of bathrooms, and one larger one that even has a shower. One who ends up pulling an all-nighter. We even have a fully functional kitchen, but the supplies are all on the person renting the space. You know, he checked the fridge thinking there'd be like some free food in there. I was disappointed. (laughs) There's a sub review inside the review where he reviews the fridge and what the content. (laughs) The fridge is a 1998 whirlpool. (laughs) I've seen better. I am not a fan of sharing foods inside of studio <laughs> refrigerators. I think this is a proper location for Broadway and film rehearsal. Who the fuck asked you what it's proper for? How does, <laughs> does he know? Does he ever work on Broadway? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah between shifts, he works, he works on, on a chicken sandwich on Broadway. <laughs> he works after cleaning the stripper poles with the Clorox wipe. Uh, or podcasting or setting up a s- smaller video production. I hope to work there again. Nice going, Gum Studios. Thanks for the branded swag as well. Hand sanitizer, pen and pencil, charger, and some buttons. I'm a fan. <laughs> he buried the lead there. They gave him all that free shit? Yeah, well, no wonder he said all that nice shit yeah. about Gum Studios. Yep. Darren? Yep. You got, you got muted. muted for a second. Yep. There we go. Oh, you were already on to that. I thought you maybe you had something to say about that that one. Any no, no, no. Comments? You just accidentally muted it yourself. Muted it yourself. But uh, no further comments on Gum Studios. But it sounds like a lovely place. Maybe if we ever want to do the podcast in person again. <laughs> and if we, we need look- a COVID officer. We know who to hire. He's already got the lay of the land over there. Just send him a text, Rob. I like it. All right. Let's see what else we good. Spirit Halloween. <laughs> oh, this I'm looking forward to. Like, who needs a spirit Halloween review? You know what I mean? Like, who's like, wait, before we go to the spirit of Halloween, let's check the Yelp reviews. Make sure it's worth it. Yeah, this, this is not just that like many- one of those. Pop-up Halloween shops, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're only around for six weeks. It's not a permanent store. They don't have competition where you could evaluate like by review either. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Let's see. The popular seasonal. Let me do my spooky voice. Christopher Lee. (laughs) The popular seasonal outlet. It says Ouet, by the way. (laughs) It's French. I have this problem all the fucking time. I got to sympathize with Ken. Because I write a letter and the next letter is an L and I hit the backspace. That's mm. what happened here. I guarantee you. The popular seasonal Uet has arrived at long last <laughs> in Bay Ridge. Oh. It's, it's taken over the space once utilized by New York and company. If that helps with location. The fucking address is right above what he's writing. <laughs> and is adjacent to a parking garage. A garage, <laughs> of course, <laughs> with Century 21 models 
and TJ Maxx will gone from the area finding street parking isn't that hard at the moment. Apologize, that was not English. You might have to shoo some Uber Eats delivery guys out of the way, though. Specially speaking, the store isn't... What does that mean? Specially speaking. Does it mean spatially? Spatially. Probably spatially. speaking, (laughs) the store isn't huge by any margin, but seems to be stockpiled with plenty of costumes, wings... (laughs) Wings? They sell wings, too? And accessories for your best Halloween experience. And maybe even some things that you'd like to display all year round. I'd do that if I had the space for sure. We're getting a real picture of Ken's life here. He's in between shifts eating chicken sandwiches on the fly. Doesn't have space in his crib. What else do we know? Wings. Wings. Loves wings. I think he meant wigs. (laughs) Oh, that's disappointing. So, run, don't walk before the Halloween season passes. This is like ad copy. What the fuck is this? <laughs> wait, wait, what's the date on this? Do we know? Do we have I don't have it in my... Uh, Let me it probably says it on the website. This is from a cut and paste. I'll, you continue. I will find the date. Okay. So, run, don't walk before... The, I See, I got to stop. If this was... Like, if I was looking up Spirit Halloween to get a review, I would not trust this because yeah. he's speaking in ad copy. It sounds like the owner of Spirit Halloween wrote this. Show. All of this hanging around studios being a COVID compliance officer, it's really got into his, <laughs> his vernacular. Yeah, I think this is, from, works there. this is from October 2nd, so you didn't need to run. There's plenty of time. Yeah. <laughs> Feel yeah, walk, free to walk, walk moderately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so run, don't walk. Before the Halloween season passes and the store fades into the mists. Until next time, stay spooky. (laughs) You know, maybe he's just considerate and he's, you know, maybe someone might stumble across this on October 26th. You don't know. You you should probably run. Can't assume everyone's, even though he's very popular, can't assume everyone's hinging on his reviews that they read them immediately. Yeah. That's just us. Oh, this one's good. White Castle. <laughs> oh, for yes. Sake. Oh, for fuck's sake. Now, hold on. Where do we all stand on White Castle? I'm for pro we White. For? Well, I have a I have a very uh, love hate relationship with White yeah, Castle. Same. First thing is I can't eat White Castle anymore because I'm off beef. But arguably, it's not even beef. <laughs> Whatever it is, is is worse than beef for the same. They have impossible burgers now. I believe. You can get you can get the the plant based burger. I will say White I had Castle? an impossible. Well, sorry, Sid. What was that? No, just thinking of going to White Castle for that just seems wrong on multiple levels. That might be the one thing that improves the taste <laughs> the, of by using an impossible burger. <laughs> no, I love White Castle. I'm making a joke, but I do love White Castle. Um, but. It it's immediately assaults my body, mm-hmm. and I can't Same. deal with it. And it just it's really. I had an impossible Whopper, and it wasn't that bad. It still tasted like plant though, and I can't deal with it. I'm not a big fan of these impossible burgers. But White Castle, taste, love it. What it does to my body, yeah. frightening. Yeah, we've talked about it on the show before. My take is that yeah, it's. A couple years passed, and I'm like, you know, I haven't had White Castle in a long time. I, I should remedy that. 
and I get, I go, I eat it. It's great in the moment. An hour passes, and then I'm reminded why it's been two years since I've had White Castle. And that's the cycle. Every year or two, it happens again and again. <laughs> that's all. So with that in mind. Take a little trip. Let's My it. friend and I were heading back to Brooklyn after a rocking concert by Seven Dust. Oh, Rob, <laughs> were you at that show? <laughs> I was not. Over at the Starland Ballroom in NJ. And since she had not eaten and was in control of the transportation, suggested the nearby IHOP. Sadly, they were closed on our arrival. (laughs) Brainstorming of what to nosh on at this show late hour commenced. Oh, at this now late hour. Sorry. How do we feel about IHOP? I'm a thumbs down on IHOP. I can't do I've had it so much now. I can't. IHOP to me is like it's quality food for what it is, but I don't really like breakfast food. I don't Mm. like waffles. I don't like pancakes. So like 75% of what they sell there, I'm not into it. So I disagree on the quality. I think it's very low quality. I hate the pancakes, the waffles or whatever. Uh, The eggs are the greasiest I've ever. The potatoes are never cooked. Boo. I just may not, as a non-breakfast connoisseur, I may not know, like what, um, like what is constitutes a good breakfast. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I've eaten there so few times that I don't even remember what my opinion of it is. I could. It's probably less than one hand of fingers. The amount of times I've eaten there, probably three times, maybe in my life, because they're never around wherever I'm at. Like in Brooklyn, there was one, but it wasn't a neighborhood that I was ever in. Like the times I've eaten it is like if I'm on vacation and like that's the closest place to the hotel or something. It's like those kind of situations. It's not something I seek out. So I do not remember what my opinion of white of uh, IHOP is. Sorry. Okay, here we go. Next. Um. Oh, sorry. Oh, wait, no, we were still in the in the White Castle review. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mentioned okay. the next sentence. Uh, <laughs> I mentioned, oh, I mentioned that perhaps Roland Roaster was a good Ooh. idea. But we weren't in Brooklyn yet when she replied with, is White Castle all right with you? What a silly question. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. That could yeah, be a dumb I'm bitch for even asking. <laughs> I'm on the edge of my seat. Is it a silly question <laughs> in a good way or a bad way? Now, Rob, mind you, I do not indulge in the offerings from the place all that often since I'm trying to control such things. He sounds like a werewolf, like trying not to turn <laughs> into a wolf. Uh, but tonight, this was a proper idea. And to the drive through on Highland Boulevard, Highland Boulevard, we headed there were only a couple of cars ahead of us before we were placing orders we opted to get this stuff to go and return oh don't need it in the car by the way ken that's a nightmare (laughs) eventually have to stop and shit somewhere we opted to get this stuff to go and return to our respective hall ken's not getting lucky i guess 
Um, you know, you don't think he put some chicken rings on his schwanz and had her <laughs> eat him off of there? You know? I mean, I don't want to body shame, but if you could get your <laughs> penis through a chicken ring uh, hole at White Castle, not that big of a hole, is it? <laughs> I stand by my statement. <laughs> okay, you said it, not me. <laughs> I'm just pointing out the physics of the situation. I'm not saying it's good or bad. <laughs> Uh, I ordered four of the pepper jack cheese sliders and two of their chicken and waffle ones. What? These are new. I had never heard of these items. Yeah, I heard of the pepper jack one. That's been around for a while. Not chicken and waffle. That's new for me. Interesting. Along with a sack of French fries. I've always loved the WC fries. You know, it's funny he says WC because that's like an abbreviation for a bathroom. A water closet. That's Which right. is very appropriate. Um, <laughs> my friend chowed down along the way home at the lights. That's a bad idea, man. Yeah, I thought but he said they were going to eat at home. <laughs> well, he didn't listen to Ken. He broke the rules. But I decided to wait until I was back in the Media Command HQ. <laughs> <laughs> relax. Oh, it to relax. You're going to relax oh. while he eats. And that kind of Rob kind of relax or uh, chicken rings. Look at these eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> Overall, as tasty as expected. And I would save most of this for the following days. Lo- yeah, right. Wait, what? <laughs> He's he saving saved- White Castle? You can't say that- no one in the history of the world has ever <laughs> you, eaten a half of White it, Castle. He got a crave case. But- yeah, if you eat it, but 10 minutes after, it's no longer the same. No, you got to eat it right away. Rob, I don't know if you remember this. I don't know who was there, and I don't know if Sid was there. Maybe 50-50. But I was dating a girl, and I brought her to the radio station in college. And we brought a Crave case of 100, oh I, believe, I believe 100 I White Castles for everybody. And I think Rob had, you know, like maybe 8 or 10 and whoever else was there took a few, you know. The two of us took the Crave case to, like, I think my house or someone's half friend's house. And we, the two of us, ate the rest of the White Castles. Every single one. Of, like, maybe the remainder of about 80, probably. And then you spent the rest of the night alternating diarrhea in your it bathroom and no almost, fucking happened. Almost as bad as my acid trip that I had. Oh, my God. Uh, horrible i couldn't tell you an exact number but we ate an unconscionable amount of white castles and where's that girl now she did she die i don't know i probably died like that weekend i didn't date her that long rob you know her she was the one that uh came to ethan's house after a show and flashed everybody oh yeah i wonder what happened to her (laughs) no idea she was a very cool girl did uh, seeing her eat that many white castles change your opinion of her? Was yeah, that like the- it strengthened my <laughs> desire for her. That's amazing. She could take that much meat because she was in no way like <laughs> fat or anything. Like she was very, she was like like zoftig. You know, she was like an hourglass. I would say, but uh, oh, she was thick. You know, she was like a Puerto Rican girl. Mm. But I don't know. I mean, yeah, no, I like I I love when women can pack away food i think that's a, a very admirable trait because it's something i like to do it's something i automatically know yeah. we have in common right off the yeah. bat before we even get to know each other you know 
mm-hmm. and appreciate food, not just eat mindlessly, like to savor food. You know, I think that's a great quality in a woman or anyone who's your partner. Uh, let's see. Where was I? Uh, I can't speak to the interior at all. Imagine reading this and you're like, I hope he mentions the interior. Yeah, I wonder what it's like inside that White Castle. <laughs> but the staff was fast, courteous. The order came out correctly and combined ran about 20, oh, ran about $25 dollars. <laughs> <laughs> not dollar bucks this time. He did it again, but he just said dollars and not bucks. $25 dollars. <laughs> not bad for two people with a number of treats in each. Oh, treats? Is that what you call a slider? A treat? They have like cinnamon buns there or something. What else? Yeah, they got dessert good, options? Some kind of dessert. I cannot say when I shall return here. I, I said, <laughs> he said, Will. White Let's, Castle employees are waiting with bated breath. I got to be fair. We'll return. <laughs> I just, he's so pompous that I felt like it needed a shell in there. As I am not only parsing such visits out. Ah, the parser is back. That's me. What does that mean? Parsing visits out? I think he probably means portioning. He's phasing them out, right? I'm phasing them out. That's what I would say. He meant. Obviously, whatever it is, it's not what he wrote. But I, this is the climax here. Mm -hmm. I am also seldom on Staten Island these days. (laughs) Sounds like uh, Garrison Keillor. (laughs) Like wistfully. Uh, uh, My Staten Island halcyon days. But when I do, I will be sure to update this Yelp or add photos to the this guy's website, Instagram. I won't say it out loud. Well, I might have to bookmark this review then and keep refreshing in hopes that he has gone back <laughs> to that White Castle and <laughs> told us more. <laughs> yes, we do. It's like the guy who reads our 9-11, uh, plays our 9-11 video <laughs> every year. Got to keep going back. Come that's by the way on our Patreon. Just check that out. Mm. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, there's three more. Do you want to read all three, or do you want to pick the best one? Uh, let's see. How much time we want to um, give to the segment? Let's do one more. Just let's do the the red flame. The red flame is the next one. Okay. Since the pandemic began. I have not been in the actual Manhattan part of my city <laughs> all that much, but slowly am getting back into the swing of it. Yesterday, life was such a... No, sorry. Uh, <laughs> a- after enjoying some traditional Japanese music performed by a talented duo of... Oh, so Chibamara. Oh, a talented duo of artists. No, I'm kidding. We walked around Times Square for some photo ops and to talk. Eventually, the need for coffees hit us. So we found ourselves in the Red Flame Diner. It was my first time there. And while I'd love to offer more insight to the place, I can only say that this first go-round was a pleasant one. I had been asking singer Yuzu what NYC treats she had sampled since her he visit. Loves, he loves to use the word treats. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> those treats. And discovered she had never had an egg cream. Is he going to get uh, Yuzu's treats at the end of this? 
<laughs> doubt it. No. Uh, do we all know what an egg cream is, by the way? Yes. Okay. Do you want Rob? to explain it for the listeners yeah, who are from the old New York? Yes. Go for it. Oh, I thought you said you wanted to. No, no egg and no cream. It's uh, <laughs> milk, carbonated water, a.k.a. seltzer, and uh, vanilla or chocolate syrup. So it's like kind of like a milkshake, carbonated milkshake with no ice cream, I guess. I'm not really a fan of it. Agreed. Oh, I love egg cream. Love egg cream. I'm not blown away by it. Some Jewish I'm, jellies give it to you like with your uh, with your receipt, like Second Avenue jelly gives it to you with your receipt. As like I didn't a, know that. Well, customary thing, and it's like eh, I, w- I would never order it for myself. It's something that really depends highly on how it's made and who makes it. It's like you could be very, very bad or great. Uh, let's see. We ordered her one, and she loved it. I have the same, <laughs> but in vanilla to be different, and it was tasty. Everyone else was only having coffee, but I needed something much more substantial and opted for an order of chicken fingers. And he's that guy. No shame. Everyone's sitting there drinking like a little demi And He's stuffing his face with these big ass fucking slabs of chicken, deep fried chicken, smacking away. <laughs> they tasted very good. And since I was more interested in chat, I wrapped up. Most of this for tomorrow's lunch. <laughs> he loves saving that, for tomorrow. He's such a fucking liar. I really think he's tailoring <laughs> this like to not sound like a fat fuck. I think that's what he's doing. Uh, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just thinking like if it's true, though, think of all the Yelps he's costing himself by having leftovers instead of finishing the meal. And then the next time going to a different restaurant yeah. to get a new meal that you can then review. It's going to take him like 26 years to go to all the restaurants in New York at this He's rate. like the George R. R. Martin of Yelp. <laughs> wasting time with bullshit. You can be writing more of your masterpiece, man. Come on. <laughs> fucking leftovers. At least the uh, eighth season of, of Ken's Yelp reviews will be completely dark, so I'm going to have to see him scarfing <laughs> chicken fingers. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, the establishment was clean and the staff friendly. Masks were encouraged to enter, but we didn't have anyone check our temperature on arrival. See, they don't have a COVID uh, managing. Uh, what the fuck? All of a sudden, he's got everyone else's. What was his guess. title? I forgot. Co- COVID officer. COVID officer. Is that it? <laughs> compliance. Let me scroll up and see what that was. Uh, COVID compliance officer. That's mm-hmm. what it was. Uh, this edict recently became official. There was only one small group in the place at the time we walked in. I will return for sure when in the vicinity and needing diner fare. (laughs) (laughs) And you know why he did wrap the food up is because everybody else just got a fucking coffee. And like you said, like this motherfucker Mm -hmm. orders a meal. So they're all like, I thought we were just stopping here for three minutes to get a drink and then we're going to keep going. Like, what are you doing? Having lunch <laughs> He's like, oh, these fucking assholes. Fine, fine. I all right. I'll just I'll eat it later. Let's go. <laughs> and he went home later on and had cold chicken tenders by himself. Sauceless. <laughs> well, that's Ken. Glad to see he's still getting out there, but I'm really bummed about all these fucking leftover meals he's having when he could be 
introducing himself to new new eateries. There's plenty in our neighborhood that he hasn't reviewed yet that I'd yeah, like to these, get his take he, on. Maybe you should just take him out for, for some lunch, Sid. Take him out. Then we'll never see his reviews. Oh, you mean take him out. <laughs> <laughs> a I, I know respect. Let, let's just read the last one because there's like a line in here that's so funny that I, I want to sure. hear it in your voice. I'll read all of them if you want. Ruby's Diner. Oh, this is like a chain, right? Ruby's Diner. It's like sounds like a, a diner, but it's like a eatery, like a owned Applebee's, by the famous so. Jack Ruby. Okay, I, I don't believe that. <laughs> no, my family was visiting Atlantic City from their no longer new southern location, and I needed a bit to eat. I didn't want pizza or a burrito. So settled on ordering one of their burgers and a side of fries. Aesthetically speaking, the area looks clean and is organized. To one side is a small counter to sit at. But there were too many people there for my social distancing standards. Flights officer. (laughs) Shakes again. He just just can't can't help it. He can't put his work away. He just yeah. wants, he, he really needs to learn how to just enjoy like, a day it's off. Like you're off the clock. You're off the clock. Not now. Not now. Once once you see through the matrix, man, that's you can't unsee that. <laughs> so I sat at one of the nearby tables that makes up this food court. The staff I dealt with were friendly and took my order happily. The burger was fine, made to my own specifications. I always like that since I do like my food a certain way. I I neglected to snap a picture of the menu, but they have a number of the standard diner fare items that all sound fair and items are the same. I I want to point out, though, like he likes his burgers a certain way. Like, I'm so curious now. Yeah, like, ow, ow, tell us, tell us, Ken. You know, it's probably well done. (laughs) I think a certain way is a euphemism for well done because it's like when they used to talk about pregnant women as being in a family way or something. Yeah, he doesn't want to admit. Uh, this I is a small. Him, I'm uh, sorry, I can't see him eating a rare burger. That's not. Yeah, no, not in his personality. I don't know. I'm fifty fifty because I feel like, I feel like he he envisions himself as such a foodie. I could see him being like, it must be rare, like you know. But just you know, he's like a sort of a half-assed foodie. So I don't yeah. know. Okay. This is a small part of the resort's casino food court, but a worthy stop. A bit <laughs> to eat. You made a bite, but said it twice. You said it twice. Yeah. Have you ever been to this place on your trips to Atlantic City, Darren? Do you have an opinion? Well, uh, I've been to Ruby's elsewhere. I think not there. If I'm I'm remembering right, I'm not sure. But it's like Johnny Rockets. It's just crap, you know, diner like chain diner. Yeah. Um, But I don't go to Atlantic City. Well, I don't go anywhere because of COVID. But I stopped going to Atlantic City like 2015 just because. The casinos are shitty now, and there's also closer casinos. It's 110 miles to AC, and it's like 70 to go to, to Philadelphia. Yeah. And there's two really good casinos there. So and I have Atlantic no City desire. Like a, a hellhole. Yeah. Actually, we just passed like a, a, the 10-year anniversary of your uh, bachelor party. Oh, Atlantic yeah, that's City. right. Tomorrow is my 10th wedding anniversary. It <laughs> came up in my time hop, uh, and so many memories uh i remember arriving to the hotel and then the 
candy bowl had three pieces of candy and they were like the saddest like butterscotch mint <laughs> like the worst pieces of candy left and then i have a photo of us in the casino uh and there's a guy there with uh with a broken leg and his leg up gambling it's like no he's not gonna let like a broken a blackjack leg table yeah yeah he's not gonna let a broken leg stop him from from hitting the tables the broke the t- hitting the tables is probably what got him that broken leg <laughs> <laughs> that's fair that's fair back on the horse yeah <laughs> yeah that was a good time mm. yeah, yeah it was that was and then i got your friend frankie a little too high because he, he was very drunk and then he peed. no that was anthony oh yeah, anthony i'm sorry was at that i was confusing frankie and anthony you're right yeah. i was gonna say is that frankie that hates everything the mets do no yeah he i don't think he was at my bachelor party no he was, it was anthony that was like yeah of. yeah got him way too high yeah isn't he is that the guy that calls himself billy Yes, yes. He's, he was on an reason. old, old episode of the podcast. Yeah, you, if you oh. go, uh, if you're a diligent listener, you can find that guy on our podcast. He called himself Billy. His real name yeah. is Anthony. It's very early. Lives in Texas now. Oh, I didn't know that. Does he, has he switched to, to a Republican? Switched? I don't <laughs> no. think it was a matter of switching. He was a very deep Brooklyn dude. Oh. We never really got into politics back in the day, but I mean, I'm fairly safe and uh, confident in saying that he, if he if he votes at all, it's probably Republican. He's like a Marine Park lifer that suddenly became not a lifer. I don't know if yeah, he's from Marine exactly. Park, but that kind <laughs> of yeah, thereabouts. Yeah, pretty much. yeah. gotcha. Well, that's fair. Exactly. Marine Park, if you don't know, is like the uh, the Brooklyn that hasn't changed in like. 100 years yeah. and it's like irish people knights of columbus some italian people like very reactionary very conservative mm-hmm. like like very well off people well off but uneducated people like a lot of people who just got into trades and stuff and made amassed a lot of money and bought really nice houses but they tend to have like sort of backwards and i'm not knocking that kind of work i think it's awesome but like sociologically in this area the people who do that tend to be very Republican and very reactionary. Yep. All right. Good guy. Just you got to know what to not talk about. That's all. <laughs> I have friends like that. Yeah. Uncles, what friends. You, we all have. What do you avoid talking about with him? Sydney? Politics, Politics race issues. Mm, mm. Also, oh, race issues, even, too. It's not even a matter. I mean, I only talk like now we only talk like on our birthdays. We'll text each other. Happy birthday. Unless he's in town visiting. But that hasn't happened in a few years, obviously. But like I would never bring up politics or anything with him anyway, because I there's I just I'm more interested in hearing his opinions on the baseball season. I don't really. It's like a, maybe you have opinions on politics. I don't want to know. It's all right. Just what do you think of what the Yankees are doing? Let me know. Hey. He thinks uh, Kurt Schilling and uh, Trevor Bauer are really awesome. That's his opinion. <laughs> Probably. Rob, those are two uh, right-wing dumb shitheads that played baseball. Mm. Does Bauer even have a wing? I thought he was just sort of like an edgelord kind of guy. Well, he did women. come out and when he was on the Indians and said that like the controversy over Chief Wahoo is stupid and people who think that it's racist are the real racists. That might I like with I I could see that just being him pandering to the fan base mm-hmm. for like social media cred 
at the time. He tends maybe. to retweet a lot of um, like a lot of reactionary, like a lot of questionable, potentially conspiracy theory type stuff. I okay, I could see that. And he also was famous for giving relationship advice. Like for a while, he was just doing tweets where pe- he would solve people's problems. Oh boy, it was, was it like, like don't Vinnie tie Paul yourself down to a girl? The pussy? No, it was like. <laughs> It was like a yeah, Vinnie Paul eat pussy. Yeah. <laughs> it, no, it was like it was like what an incel would say if he had fifteen million dollars uh, in the bank okay. and he had actually got to have sex. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like that, yeah. which is probably exactly his life arc. Yes, you know? for sure. He's, he's just an incel and a weirdo that went through life being an incel and a weirdo until he happened to have a golden right arm and could pitch and yeah. made a trillion dollars. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like he probably votes both ways. Just whatever he thinks will piss people off more wherever he's around. It's possible. Like, yeah. It seems like that's his ideology. Just like if I'm outraging people, I'm doing something right. AKA the Sid on the live cast for like the first 10 years. <laughs> well, hopefully no rapes turn up like they do with Trevor Bauer. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Oh, Shannon better watch out. Oh, Oh, I heard Shannon was. She sent me a text that she was trying to. Uh, she left us a voicemail. Did you see it? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Let me let me uh, cue it up here. Oh okay. She's real. She's like a real professional. I like her reads and stuff. I know Chuck can't hold her up to the bar that Chuck said. You can't do that. She's a different person. You know what I mean? But she, she's doing yeah. a great job. I heard uh, Sid mention his mom likes romance novelists. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's buffering. That's it. Oh, she's she has to. <laughs> My favorite is Danielle Steele. Get it? Steele. I have tons of these. Oh, oh she got jokes. Material. Oh boy. Already <laughs> got mom jokes. That's good. See, it's not something that Chuck would have said. No, that's true. <laughs> uh, but Chuck knew to, to. He had his part of the show, then he left the rest of the professionals. He this chimed in a few times, I would say. I suppose. In the old days. He earned it, though. She's a little oh. big for her britches on day wow. one. Wow. Wow, Sid. Horning in, huh? Just, uh, just pay, you know, pay your dues <laughs> in Bitcoin. Thank you. Well, she can wire it directly. She has internet access. Yeah. Shannon St. Mainframe. Yeah. Sexy name. <laughs> Darren. I find her attractive. Okay, I'm not going to hide it. <laughs> I purely platonically, I can say that. There's no in your mind's eye, what like female celebrity does she look like? If you I, like, who do you see when you hear this voice? I'm picturing her more as like a sexy, like like a sex robot. Not so much a not a sex robot, like a robot <laughs> designed to be. Well, the reason I say who that do you is see a valid when you reason. hear this voice. <laughs> There's a valid reason I say that is because. A sex robot that that you see in movies is usually designed the way I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. But I'm not saying she's a sex robot. I'm saying like a robot, an AI put into a, like a an attractive woman's body is what I'm thinking of. Okay. But I, I would see say Julie Strain. Oh yeah, that could. Who do you see? Julie Strain. She always has. Okay. She has a little bit of too of a too hard look for me. Not that she's an unattractive woman. Robots are pretty hard. It's true, but she's she sounds very soft. She's like a '90s Skinamax star. I think maybe she was also like 
penthouse pet or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was never my favorite, but no. that that's who I see when I hear that voice. But yeah, generic, okay. a generic, oh, wow. Skinamax woman. Yeah. <laughs> Handsome woman. Yeah, her. she's not. Five. She never did it for me. Not that she's unattractive. She just wasn't my like. If we're talking about, she's like Amazonian, right? Sure. She's got a gun in some pictures. There's an American flag whip. and a whip. Studded just bikini. Certainly an attractive woman. She was a woman for her time. Oh no, she's dead. What? She died this year. <laughs> what? R.I.P. A strain cast. Oh no. Oh. Is that the Our live cast curse? <laughs> we just talked about her. When was like 2020? When was this post? Let's see. Oh, wow. In January. Okay. It's not our fault. Good. No. Yes. Oh, wow. Almost a year oh. ago today, <gasps> a false announcement of her death was sent to the oh, press. Oh, man. Rob, read that next thing. The, as Polish news site pointed out. Oh, my uh, God. Do you see? Wow. With from dementia resulting from a head injury. She suffered after falling off a horse in her 20s. Oh, my God. God damn. So she had dementia that whole time or like the dementia came in later because of the head injury. I don't know. That's wild. Could Shannon be the spirit of? No, they uploaded her into the cloud i don't know i couldn't see it being julie strain but maybe one of those uh skinamax women wow r.i.p a strain if you could uh bury any strain of weed rob which which strain would you r.i.p oh 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 that's hard so I ask the hard-hitting weed questions. That's the what. Like, if there's one thing you know, I reliably do on this show, it's ask the hard-hitting weed questions. So I've done it again. I'd have to think about it. Sour Diesel. No, I like Sour Diesel. It's one of my favorites. Don't you dare! I would never combination of words. Why? I hope whoever came up with that name fell off a horse in their 20s, if you know what I mean. (laughs) All right. Well, moving on. Dumbass name. And then there's people that say sour, sour D's. You know what I say to them? Rob, you want to take a guess? That's fucking right. Thank you. (laughs) Doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure that one out, Sid. Maybe a rocket scientist that fell off a horse in his 20s. Oh, well, <laughs> at least it's laughing. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny to me, but <laughs> that's going to be a new euphemism. Anytime someone saying something a little out of pocket or crazy, I'm like that person talks like he fell off a horse in his twenties. <laughs> Gotta let them nuts hang. <laughs> horse nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Arrest that horse for murder. <laughs> What's the statute of limitations on a horse murdering someone? Rob, look that up. Uh, lock, lock up look that, that up. horse that killed poor Julie Strain 30 years Murder. later. <laughs> Murder. Murder. <laughs> oh my God. 
Oh, be careful, Sid. You're going to choke to death. <laughs> that horse would have killed two people then. Murder. <laughs> it's a fucking terrorist horse. <laughs> All right. Well, before we got Ooh. here, let's uh, talk about the RIPL Livecast music break. Every week we pick a few songs. Just Google RIP a live cast and spot. I mean, Spotify search Spotify for RIP a live cast. You can find our music break. And each week we pick a song. Each of us picks a song. And then we have a very good playlist going. It's almost, uh, it's almost 300 songs. we got here over 19 hours of music. Uh, this week, my pick is cave in. I've been really getting into their album Antenna just about 20 years too late. Yeah. Uh, but I really like it. And Lost in the Air is a standard track. And it's a deep cut. It's late in the album. Very rare. So very strong album. Love Kevin. Love Stephen Brodsky. Love all his work. Mutoid Men. I believe it's pronounced Kevin. <laughs> no, it's Kevin. Oh, all right. My bad. Kevin. I guess <laughs> I've been saying it wrong this whole time. I'm just like, I'm going to go see Kevin tonight. People gave me weird looks. I don't know why. Uh, Darren, what did you pick? Well, I picked a cover of a great Simpsons song, which is the folk song that Lisa mm. sings at the power mm-hmm. plant. And they have the plan, but we have the power, which I love. So March day and night by the big <laughs> steaming tower. Yeah. We have the power. It's actually a very powerful lyric. I was actually thinking about it not too long ago myself. And I, I, was just in the, I was in the mood of general strikes and like labor stuff because of the baseball thing going on right now. So uh, I stumbled across this this cover of by someone I have no idea who it is. It's called Dan Cribb and Friends. Is that someone either of you recognize? Mm-hmm. But it's really good. It's a really good cover. It's like a bit. It gets a bit rockish in there. Like becomes folk rock in the middle, and I really liked it. So whoever you are, Dan Cribb, uh, kudos to you because you covered a great song that I love and you did justice to it. Nice. Is there like a covers album of just like actual reputable bands doing Simpsons songs? Not I think that, I that would exist. There's I know they few- put out like album. Yeah. The Simpsons put out albums. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They should. It's a great market if they do do that. By the way, the song is called Union Strike Folk Song. That's the actual title of it. And it's not on Spotify. Uh, So for some reason, a lot of Simpsons songs are. That one isn't. Interesting. My choice was a song by the band TV on the radio. It was a song called Happy Idiot because I was having a succulent meal at Momofuku last night with my wife. Oh. I just walked home and uh, that song came on and I was like, oh, yeah, this is a really good fucking song. And I heard it somewhere else recently, too, like on some TV show or movie or something. And I'm like, I don't listen to TV on the radio enough. They're a very, very good band. So, uh, yeah, maybe this will spark me listening to them more. If not, I the listeners. Oh. oh, sorry. I thought you were done. Yeah. My I fault. <clears throat> All right. And uh, I also want to mention our Patreon. Darren hinted at it earlier. We have a brand new episode we just posted last week. It is uh, another live cast meme hall of fame episode. In this episode, we go back and uh, review, rewind, revisit 
the 9-11 Never Forget song, the remix, your boy bangs, and they don't fucking match guy. And we actually had some special guests, two patrons. We had Janger and here goes nothing. We had a third one who was just like a silent partner. Shlomo's tits was his name yeah. or her name. We don't know their name. They never spoke. Yeah, it was two tits. So, <laughs> so if you want to hear that bonus episode, as well as all the bonus episodes in our archives, we do two a month, go to patreoncom slash RIP, a live cast. It's the new URL and uh, five bucks a month gets you access to those Bonus episodes. We have so many great episodes in the archives. We did a watch along of the terrible kiss movie. We did a watch along of the until light takes us black metal documentary. Uh, the undertaker new day Netflix movie. We did a watch along of uh, cube Two Hypercube, And we also did a round table discussion on the first cube, which is actually available for free. You could get a little sampling of what these bonus episodes are like hitting up that Patreon. Yeah. And so many other great watch longs, as well as access to archives of the video versions of all of our episodes for the last two years. And uh, if you spend $10 a month, you get all of those things. Plus, you get a shout out at the end of the show, which is right now. And I was thinking maybe, uh, Darren, you could do it in your Yelp reviewer voice. <laughs> Put me on the spot here. Uh, well, well, while you queue that up, I also want to mention, you know, if you want to support us, but don't necessarily have five or $10 to spend, that's fine. Plenty of ways to support us. Like us on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, we're RIP Alivecast on all of those social media platforms, like us on YouTube and join our discord channel. We're in there all day, every day. You can hang out with us. You can hang out with other live cast stars. There is an invite link on this episode page in your podcast app. So join our Discord. We'd love to hang out with you. And now I think it's time for our top live cast fans of the week. Oh wait, Sid has something to yeah. say. I just I want to I made a vow last week that every week I would have a new phrase that RIP stands for. So I just wanted I'd be remiss if I didn't do that in the first fucking week of the new name. So for this week, RIP stands for Ride in Peace in honor yeah. of Julie Strain. Uh-huh. Mm. <laughs> Hopefully the, the, the horses in heaven hopefully they don't buck her off she's okay. been through enough without further ado <laughs> our live cast fans of the week eric benjamin el durino meet me on my outdoor dining pavilion at chick-fil-a dan r croc destroyer and Sam, I am. We can, if I have a 45-minute break between shifts, I'll be sure to break bread with you. Mindy Mayer's Keeper, Janda, and Robert Ganoush, A.K. Justin. You'll never find me inside of a gum studios again. Chasseur <laughs> Chassusitz. Robber Vampiro and Hugo likes tacos. I'm not a fan of sharing tacos, but I will save them for further eating at a later meal. <laughs> Lando Danks, Lacroix, and Doug Pigman. Stay spooky. Sorry. <laughs> Stay spooky. <laughs> Who gave Rob the hickey? Scooby Doo 182. Douglas, who are you, Levison? 
And hey guys, it's Josh. Please enjoy delicious succulent White Castle. But don't eat it all at once or you shall gum up your colon. <laughs> that is all. Beautiful. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for being a part of RIP, a live cast. We'll be back next week. Hope you could be a part of the show as well. And uh, of course, if you ever want to give us some feedback, hate mail at metalinjection.net. That's the email for now. Probably going to get a new email soon. So it's one of your last chances to use that email to send us feedback. Very important. <laughs> to use that specific email. <laughs> so we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Oh, wait. Oh. Thank you, Chuck Blandington, for 20 years of service going all the way back to our old Brooklyn College radio okay. show. And th- thank you, Shannon St. Mainframe, for joining <laughs> us and coming on board. Welcome aboard, Shannon. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.